0: impact hustlers the podcast on entrepreneurs and change makers that are creating solutions to the world's biggest problems impact hustlers is brought to you by fast forward 2030 and real changers visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact and this is your host michael shafrat
1: In today's episode, I speak to Shazia Mustafa, the co-founder of Third Door, the UK's first space that combines co-working and a nursery. In 2008, Shazia found it Hard to Work while also taking care of her five-month-old daughter. After struggling to find a nursery close by to where she worked, Shazia and her husband Yusuf created the solutions themselves. With Third Door, her mission is to make the future of work more parent-friendly, and it's great to have you on the show today.
0: Very great to be here. Thank you.
1: Thank you. When you started in 2008, you were working at Nokia at the time, I think, right? Talk us through the problem you encountered when you got your daughter. How did you experience the experience of being a parent and working at the same time?
0: The journey takes us back to 2008. My daughter was five months old, May 2008. And I was on maternity leave, so I was considering the transition back to working. And what I realized, like a lot of parents do, that, oh my God, she's too small. I don't want to leave her. But I also knew that I didn't want to give up my work, my career. So I actually started thinking of what I could do instead of returning to work. My background is um, marketing, audience research. And I got together with a friend and we were just trying to brainstorm ideas for what we could do. But we found it really difficult to get any work done with my five month old and her ten month. So we tried moving to um, a local coffee shop and then to the local park in a bit to get them to sleep. And it didn't work. And I remember being quite frustrated and saying, wouldn't it be great if we could just go somewhere where we could work and be near them and uh, just for a few hours. And uh, with the background being in research, both of us, we start, well, I start researching the idea and found there was no such thing as flexible nurseries. And there was this new concept in America called co-working and in my head, it was like a place where I could work a professional space with a really good quality childcare facility next to it. So as I was searching, I did find a place in America and San Francisco called Cubes and Crayons. And they were a crash rather than a nursery and they had a mix of yoga and this thing called co-working that I discovered. And I remember saying, well, this is exactly what I was thinking, but on a more professional basis. Anyway, moving on a bit, my husband was studying for his MBA at the time. It was self-funded. And I suggested to him that he base his dissertation on this brilliant idea that I'd had. And he was a home-based employee who was working for a large um, corporate as well, but entirely from home. So what had been his study was now his, um, was the baby's nursery. It was her bedroom. So he was moved to our hallway. We were in a flat and then I had to then facilitate my, you know, around him. He would either be pacing up and down, trying to make calls, or I would be trying, having to leave the flat. So he completely understood what we were trying to, what the idea entailed. So he did base his dissertation on the idea, and he wrote a feasibility study. And he actually based it on the space that we're in right now. We found this space, and we based the, he based his entire dissertation on here. So we did all the costings. And um, I returned back to Nokia at this point. And we also we experienced what childcare was in terms of it's very inflexible the times when I wanted to take time off I still had to pay for those days which is why it was really important for us to create the flexibility and when I returned in January 2009 he got his results he got his distinction for his MBA's dissertation and we also found out we we're expecting our second and um, and also Nokia were um, asking for voluntary redundancies so we made the decision that I would take that voluntary redundancy would have nice bit of cash and we would set up this business because if we didn't then somebody else would and we'd be very um, unhappy happy people. Well, I would be a very bitter old woman. So we decided to do it. So we created a business plan, presented it to the bank. The bank said, no, we're not going to lend you any more money. And this was just literally with the whole Lehman's crash and everything. Nobody was lending money to anybody. So then we had to go back and find out, you know, remortgage, took out a loan, begged, borrowed from friends and family. And we opened the door in May 2010 with a two and a half year old and a six month old. Oh,
1: wow. (laughs) So you were your own first customer yes we
0: were
1: <laughs> uh walk me through the experience so if i'm a parent and i have a kid and i use your space how does it work like how is it different to other spaces
0: okay so um we've got the co-working space we're on two floors so on the ground floor as you've just walked through and we've got a reception area and there's a door to the nursery and then you go up the stairs back through the reception sorry up the stairs and you've got the co-working space Uh, The co-working space is open plan. We've got two small offices, a large meeting room a couple of form booths and a lounge, a bit like every other co-working space. And then the nursery is a Ofsted's registered nursery. We can take them from zero up to eight years old. But I mean, age groups are under five and we've got a mix of ages in the room. All the staff are experienced, qualified. And the way it works is that the parents, they've got a choice. They can either just use the nursery. Some of them use just the work hub, the workspace. But when people get most values, where they use both nursery and the workspace, we do offer two uh, types of packages to those who use the nursery. They can have fixed days like every other nursery, but there is flexibility in that, that they can swap days, they can buy additional days. But then where our unique offering that other nurseries don't offer is that we've got flexible packages, so they can have as little as 30 hours a month which is very, very good for those people who are self-employed, freelancers, contractors. And then they book their children onto an online booking system, which we've developed ourselves, and they can book their um, children in The pricing includes the workspace, includes meals, classes, anything extra. So it's all inclusive fee. And if they do want to do any extra bookings, once they've used all their packages or they need extra days, then they can do that subject to availability. And then we charge them at a slightly higher price at the end of the month.
1: Mm And who are the people coming here? We talked briefly before. There's freelancers, there's self-employed, people running their own companies, but there's also employed people. Like what's the mix of people here? Oh, we've got, got a lovely mix.
0: I, I do want to stress that our space is targeting parents rather than just mums. So we've got a mix of mothers and dads who use the workspace. The people who tend to use the co-working as well as the nursery are freelancers. So, for example, we've got marketing. We've got a lecturer who uses just the work hub. And he's also a presenter on TV. (laughs) Um, We have a husband-wife team, and the mum's a policewoman, so she won't be using um, the work hub. But her husband pretty much uses us every day, and he's got his full-time day job, but he's also got a side project. So he sits there with three screens, doing everything, and the little one's downstairs. Um, we have got a lady who uses, who's a remote worker working for a large corporate. The company's based in America, but she's here four days a week with a little one in the nursery. And, um, and then we've got people like doctors and lawyers. Doctors don't tend to use the workspace, but occasionally when they've got the admin, they will come up here and use it. We've got people who work in the city as well and there's a couple of people who work for the government and then one day a week they'll work from home but they'll work from the workspace up here. So it's a wide variety and they're all really nice people, really interesting and they love the fact that they can work near the children, those who decide, or the flexibility that we offer.
1: Hmm. Has it developed into a bit of a community as well between those people, or um yes, it's, can I it's match?
0: That, that's always been part of what we wanted to offer. We do have events with the children and we're always introducing people to each other, but you find that the ones whose children are closer in age they're the ones who tend to make closer friendships and um, but also by being in the work, this is their workspace, so they make their friendships appear and it's lovely, we've been open now for nine years. And I know for a fact that there's been some really strong friendships that have been made over that time and people have stayed in contacts and they've collaborated on projects, sent business to each other and just friendships. So yes, yeah, really, and they're all similar minded people, they're all working parents, which definitely makes it easier.
1: Amazing. How do you think the whole space has developed? How friendly, how parent friendly has the workplace become since you started out? Has it become any better generally or, you know, is it still the same and are you kind of the lone warrior kind of fighting for (laughs) the revolution in that respect?
0: That's a really good question. Well, What has changed is that when we had the idea and even opened, nobody understood what co-working was. Everybody, it's grown so fast and so quickly that everyone understands what co-working is. I think one of the other changes is that those people who were using co-working at the beginning, it's been, you know, nine, eight years, a lot of them have become parents. So they are seeking the co-working with the childcare. What hasn't happened is that we, we are one of the very few that have opened in the UK. There's more opening around the um, world, but it's not a huge amount. It is challenging with the childcare and getting the balance right. So there are co-working places that are looking to slot in the childcare. I don't know if how many are doing that. I know there's a few, but I would say the challenge there is trying to have the whole ethos. What makes it easier for us is that our target are working parents, being family friendly if they don't have children. And just having that whole value-led business has made a difference to how we operate. Mm. So I think when you've got a larger co-working place and you're trying to be something to everyone, I think there will be challenges within that.
1: Mm. I have been working in the tech space startup space for the last few years and I think what I found again and again is a lot of spaces and a lot of programs. If you look at accelerators or any kind of support programs for entrepreneurs, don't really keep parents in mind very often I think you know if you go to the average we work, for example, you got free beer on tap and stuff like that, but you don't really have any place to put your kids as far as I'm aware, right? So it's very targeted towards a very specific audience and I think it leaves out other people. At the same time, if you look at some startup events, they all happen in the evening where a lot of parents will struggle to find care for their, for their children, right? Do you feel like there's still like a huge problem to be solved for you? And do you, do you feel like you can, are you planning to do more than what you're currently doing and kind of attack some of these issues as well?
0: Oh, you've really good questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely an opportunity for us. So, what is easier now is that people understand what co working is. And the other change that we've seen is we get leads of people coming who are interested, they've actually Googled co working and childcare. So, that's made it a lot easier. I think where the opportunity is, is that there's definitely room for um, programs that are definitely targeting parent led businesses, but they don't have to be businesses that are targeting other parents. It could be just those businesses that have got parents outside. There's lots of opportunity but having all those um, areas that you've mentioned yourself thinking about during the day, the timings. And also um, creating a safe space where, for example, these two um, offices that we've got here, if mums need to not necessarily breastfeed but pump for the milk, they can do this in a safe space. So what we found is that more parents are returning to work earlier than they would if they had to leave their child and go off-site because they can still nurse their little one. so they can use it either in the nursery or in the reception. So it's thinking about all of those and designing it. And also um, thinking about that, it's just not a mum issue, it's dads. They're getting more and more involved. And again, the dads that use the space up here, they know that they're in a safe space where no one's going to say, what are you doing here? This is supposed to be, you know, it's the new way of thinking, I guess. I mean, it's not so new to me, but it is. It still seems to be a challenge. Uh, So there's lots of opportunities still. Uh, We are looking to open more sites And we've got the software that we've created and that can help other nurseries free up some flexibility within their spaces. And also working with co-working spaces to create spaces that are actually thinking about what a working parent needs rather than just slotting in and saying, here you go, use a nursery. It's just you've got to have the ethos. And Mm. and that's where my background comes in. You know, my background is audience research and all those things. And that's why I think we've worked so well.
1: Mm. Yeah, very focused on the customers and what they actually need it would be great to see this model spread. Obviously, I think it totally makes sense if you look at a lot of parents that work in a completely different place to where the kids are going to nursery, their work gets interrupted by, you know, maybe the kid gets sick or whatever it might be, right? There's a lot of friction that doesn't really have to be there. It's just the way we design our lives and we design our spaces that
0: yeah, well, exactly. And also gives you the peace of mind that, you know, like your little ones nearby, if they do get sick, you know that you can just get to them within two minutes and take them home. We've got one of our newest members here. I was just talking to her this morning and um, she's using two nurseries, but she was saying, just recently, but she said she's just got that peace of mind knowing that her daughter's just downstairs, that she can just focus on her work and there's no problem. Whereas when her daughter's at the other place, she said she just felt as if she just needed to call all the time to see if she was okay. Absolutely.
1: Tell us a bit maybe about a success story from your community, or let's say, like, give us an example how the space has benefited, maybe one or two of your members. Is there anything you can share? There are so many examples.
0: Let me think. Well, one example, as one of our members, she doesn't actually live local to the business. She used to live local, but they moved out of the area. And then she wanted a co-working space with a nursery. So she's commuting three, four times to us and she she's near her child number two she found breastfeeding nursing so difficult and she had such a difficult journey that for us she didn't want to stop and have that separation so for her there's no choice but to use a place like third door so she's been able to carry on nursing her baby she's a archaeologist so she's carried on working in that space and um, the flexibility works really well because it when she wants to go off site she can she doesn't have to stay on site and for her there is, was no other option that she wanted to use and then her husband he when she's not here he will bring in the little one and he work from upstairs and um, as a family they use the space and for her she just wants to make sure that we design another space that she as she a cha- as her daughter gets older <laughs> so that's that's something that we we're bearing in mind we've got another a success story in terms of a mum who had severe postnatal depression after she had her baby and she's on medication and this is a story she shares as well. But for her to feel that she was back in control, she wanted to set up her own business and having the third door facilities, knowing that her daughter was just helped with her anxiety. She was able to set up a business and she started on a smaller package, 30 hours, and she's built up slowly, built up a business and her daughter settled. And she's been able to really work well on her business and get clients and then build up the hours as she went along as well. Amazing. Just two small examples. It's just like
1: two <laughs> cases of impact. Great. Let's talk about some of the challenges of building this business. No business is built without challenges. Of course, (laughs) what did you find the hardest? Was it initially finding people to use the space, or finding the space, like getting investment? What, was oh, the, God. what were the biggest uh, hurdles for you to make this happen? So
0: many. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier on the bank said no to us. They weren't lending us money. So then we had to find money from elsewhere. Also because nobody understood flexible childcare or even what co-working was. The, the company that we had to help to design it, they didn't understand it. So we had to do it with our vision. So I co-founded the business with my husband, Yusuf. He built this space, got the dimensions. You know the game Sims? Yeah. He built it within Sims. Oh, wow. And turned it into a library. So then all these virtual folk were coming and we could see the floor and how it worked. And we made changes based on that to help to fit our company. So that was a challenge. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then... When we designed this, it was very much conceptual. Nine years on was still running. So we built a, a large room downstairs. And most nurseries are separate areas for all, all the um, different age groups. But we have got a different base for the babies. Challenge is that some people are like, Well, we want to have our children in separate um, spaces. However, it works really, really well. The older children like looking after the younger ones, the younger ones learn from the older ones. So again, it's created a really strong community. And the biggest challenge at the beginning is nobody understood what co-working was. Hmm. Interesting. I just, you can't I, imagine I, that nowadays. No, they're but... just like, I can just work from home. What do I need to, I need well, an office for? So the people that did join were the ones who got it. They wanted to work, near, hmm. you know, the early adopters, that's the word I'm looking for. And I'm forever grateful for them for believing in us and using us and they're good friends of ours still. Every business has problems with staffing. <laughs> I'd say we've found great people to work in the nursery with the children, but not necessarily mm. seen the vision that we've had. So that's been a hard one to work with, but it's very easy. I've got a lovely team. Um, I recruit them against values now. So for me, it's all about their attitude, their mindset, and giving me examples of our um, values, our respect. Yeah. Examples of when they've shown respect or what they think respect is, curiosity. So I always mm. ask them, will tell me of example of when you've learnt about, new, it can be anything but learning in your mm. own time, what, what is that? And then we're looking for when they're trialling in the nurseries and showing kindness and confidence as well. So we work along our values and that's made a huge difference to how we operate. And it's the same for the children, it's the same values for the children. This is what we want them to learn. And same for the parents, what we expect as well, you know, just by being here, they're curious, they won't further their career, but we need to um, respect our environment, respect each other and make sure that if anyone isn't happy at any point, that they speak to us respectfully and not necessarily raise their voices. So mm-hmm. little things like that, but it's made us a lot more confident in how we operate. So we've got a framework and if anything happens, falls outside that framework, then we know what Actions we mm. need
1: to take. Well, yeah. So it became much more than just throwing a nursery and a co-working space together, but actually something, a very mission-led business that is more than just putting two things that exist together, but actually bringing those to the next level, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. And Great. that's
0: very much our, you know, my ethos and my husband's mm. ethos is that's mm. what's been driving business. And our tagline for the business is helping work and family grow together. So. And what I do want to stress is Hmm. that, you know, there's different components to this business. It's just not a nursery and it's just not co-working. It's the whole ecosystem effectively. And if anyone is looking to do something similar to ours, I would say it's not a case if you've got an existing nursery, you can just add on a room and throw in a couple of chairs you need to think about what people want from a co-working space and same with if you've got a co-working space it's not just a case of getting a room and throwing in some toys and getting babysitters you know I've got a qualification now in childcare. I've got one of the top qualifications it's called an EYTS but then I've been manager on this site now for four or five years to learn every aspect of the business which is again helps me when we open more exactly wow. what we need wow. so lots of challenges <laughs>
1: yeah I can believe that it's really interesting to hear that when you started out, one of the main challenges is that people shouldn't know what co-working spaces is. Most of my work life, it's been around. I haven't been working for that long uh, since I graduated. So it's great to hear that. How many co-working spaces were there in London when you started out? Have you have any idea? Like, yes, a
0: handful, literally. I yeah. count on my hand. And
1: now there's no corner where you don't <laughs> yeah. see one popping up, right? Yeah, there's Lots of mm.
0: different variations, small, medium, huge, chains, the full works. Amazing. My
1: last question is, if you look at the next 10 years, you've already been almost on a 10 year journey. almost. So let's look at the next 10 years. How does the world look like where you succeed with your business? Paint the picture of the world in 10 years if you succeed.
0: Gosh, see 10 years ago, I didn't even, gosh, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because 10, 11 years ago, just thinking about where we are now is so difficult to, well, I feel that another 10 years that a place like the door will be the norm. And I also feel it would be national and international. I think people are, and we've seen the changes already, they're expecting to be working more around their families and not to have such a separation. also think more workspaces will be community-led rather than just where you commute to, where everything will be in one place and be very much technology-led as well. So I'm interested to see what else comes out there in solutions for working parents. And I also think that nurseries and workspaces will be designed more with the children in mind with new sustainable design as well. I mean, that's something very important to us as we go forward that we designing environmentally friendly spaces are in tune with what how children play and run but also what their families need but it will be a lot more community-based so rather than people turning to places like like, there used to be churches pubs i think there'll be more co-working spaces more events and very much community-led in 10 years for me, I just think that this is definitely going to be the norm and my children won't be having children hopefully in 10 years time, the two young <laughs> still, but by the time they have their children, hmm. in 15, 20 years, we've created a place where this is a norm where people aren't having conversations about, oh, um, childcare costs and being away from the parents or parent guilt is, or whether women should work or all of those conversations. I just think they're going to be, there will be solutions in place and hopefully we're a step forward in creating that solution in that utopia in about 10 20 years time
1: amazing you're already part of that revolution <laughs> so it's great to talk with you about it and i wish you all the best oh, for thank that you journey.
0: thank you very much michael thank you this was
1: impact hustlers impact hustlers is brought to you by fast forward 2030
0: and real changers visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share the episode, leave us a review, and consider becoming a supporter on buymeacoffee.com slash impacthustlers. This means a lot to me. Thank you very much for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.